Okay, so my guest this week had a fun suggestion that I'm really excited about. He said we should do a giveaway for this episode, and I think that's an awesome idea. So Freddie Kimmel is my guest this week. He's my go-to person for all things energy medicine, the latest and greatest for supplements, like the real deal stuff that's supporting people with detox and healing. And I mean, he could name drop until the cows come home on the amount of people and then types of people that he's consulted for, for helping them build like home health centers, essentially. But he's amazing. So the giveaway is going to be his... Um, little lot of, let's see, he's calling it a probiotic and antioxidant bundle. And it has a probiotic for the brain. It has a ketone IQ, a D3, K2 supplement, one, two, three, four other probiotics, a really cute new brand called Bits, spirulina and chlorella. And also, let's see, the last one is a mouth freshener with probiotics in it. Amazing. Um, And along with the giveaway is a 15-minute call with Freddie. And that's an invaluable experience, let me tell you, because I'm fortunate enough to be able to text him regularly. And he... I'm not exaggerating. Like I ask him about almost everything relating to health stuff. Like, hey, can I take this systemic enzyme while I'm breastfeeding? Hey, can... Can I do this while I'm breastfeeding or pregnant? Or um, will this work for this pain? Like this is where I'm feeling pain. What what tool do I use? Amp coil, whatever. Anyway, his his knowledge base is super vast. He's amazing. I love him. And so this week's giveaway is with Freddie Kimmel. What you have to do to enter is you have to review, you just have to go review the Beautifully Broken podcast and Raw Talk with Sheena podcast on iTunes, screenshot it and send it to us on Instagram. Um, and you get bonus points for sharing it in your stories. So you have a week to do that. We're super excited. Enjoy Freddie Kimmel. You're listening to a fresh new podcast from the owner of the celebrity-acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. And we're live on Raw Talk with Sheena with my friend, Freddie Kimmel. Hi. Freddie, you're such a movie star. You've been a movie star since the second I met you. That's how I always view you in my head. I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting because you have a background in theater and Broadway and music, Mm -hmm. but like more so than anything, you're probably one of the most well-versed biohackers that I've literally ever met. Oh, thank you. That's so nice to hear. Yeah. So my idea is that you should create a musical about biohacking. I, that's not (laughs) out of my skill set. I could, I could create that for sure. Um, it's funny you say that because I've been incorporating more and more after like quote unquote retiring, I I've really separated out all the music theater stuff and I've been bringing in more and more music. I've been singing more when I go speak places, I've been doing more because I love music. I love to sing. I love, you know, frequency therapy is something I'm very involved in and it's a huge part of my wellness journey, but it's interesting watching it bleed back into my life. Right. As it always does. Always. Always happens that way. Um, Well, I want, you know, what I first met you doing was a frequency session, an amp Mm -hmm. coil session. And, and like from that perspective, from the perspective of understanding frequency and magnetics, you have so much knowledge and information. So I want to start with like, you know, what brought you to that discovery and um, what have you learned about it since you started incorporating that type yeah. of healing great, practice. Great question. I would say it was, it found its way into my life out of need. I had had a very, very bad toxic mold exposure. I had bought a home, my first home. I had saved up all my little ducats and, you know, bought a condo right, right near the Lincoln Tunnel going into New York City and lived in it for six months and discovered it was full of, of black mold. And so after 
you know, layer that into other health um, challenges I had in my life, including Lyme and metastatic cancer, I I was so low. And I remember just feeling like, oh my God, am I really going to do another thing to try to get over this? What is this layer that's going to be toxic mold? And I had watched a webinar on YouTube. I had heard the founders talking about the tech and they had talked about the ability of the body to self-regulate, the body to heal. And for some reason, it hit me like a ton of bricks in the head. I was like, wait a second. Right up until that point for years and years and years, I had looked at the magical supplement, you know, the magical, the powers of sauna, the powers of deliberate cold exposure as treatments that I needed to rely on like a drug to get better. And all of a sudden they were talking about the body auto-regulating, the body healing. And it was framed in such a way I was like, oh my God, I need this thing. So I mm. got off a treadmill and I went and, and I bought this system called the Amp Coil and started using it. Okay. So from my mind, my, you know, my mind does not hold a lot of data. Most of mm-hmm. what I interpret is intuitive. You know, is there a difference in adding in these components like the cold, like cold tub, like, like um, detoxification supplements, really like the idea is to bring the body into a place of being able to self-regulate. Yeah. But you're, when you saw the amp coil, for some reason it like, it jumped, it was a quantum leap of healing. Like the way that it communicated to you, it was saying like, you know, all these things are great and necessary and they're building on the foundation. But what about that? What about like the idea of healing through frequency, which also like, let's break that down because it's not very, Mm -hmm. it's not very like common knowledge. What is it to heal via frequency? Yeah. What is that? You you know, if we, if we break down, I, I think again, it's easy to think about the world as these physical objects like a Freddy and a Sheena and a house and a concrete table, And at the end of the day, those things are just made up of different particles oscillating at different vibratory patterns. Like the the tabletop that I'm touching now, which is uh, quartz, is is it has a vibration, and so does my body or my fingernail or my skin. It's all vibration, and if we go down to a subatomic level, it's just space in between space. We actually don't know what the space in between space is. Dark matter, go define it. You can Google that question. It's one of the (laughs) things that Deepak Chopra talks about. Yeah, when we when we talk about reality or understanding, we don't know. But what we do know is if we want to think of energy, vibration, and frequency, that is the story of the universe. It's all a vibratory pattern. So when we talk about using a frequency device like Amp Coil that delivers different resonant frequencies to the body, we're 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 saying that maybe there's a range, uh, a, a vibratory range for the liver. And if we give that liver a song, if we challenge it with its beneficial frequency, we can challenge that liver that might not be performing in the same way and get it to to move back into its natural state of resonance and sing. And as a result, perform better, detox better, function as the liver should. We could do that with skin or neurotransmitters in the brain or bones. Everything is just it's the great analogy that I like to use is the tuning fork. If we have two aluminum tuning forks, that are not alive, that we could all agree on that, they're metal. If I strike one, I get particles and waves moving through space. And this other aluminum tuning fork is like, ooh, I like that. I want to sing that song. So we get this other piece of metal that's like, I'm going to sing at that resonant frequency. And that's that's what we're doing when we're talking about frequency and, and frequency wellness and frequency healing and frequency medicine. We're sending these vibratory patterns to the body in a certain order, duration, and amplitude. And we're waiting for the body to pick up a song and sing like we know it should. So that's, that to me is, that's, that's what frequency healing is. Yes. And in the scope of doing it through an amp coil, essentially that frequency is being output through a Tesla coil. That's correct. We're, we're taking frequency. We're taking a song that's been a pre-programmed software program from a tablet. We're moving it through an amplifier, then through a modified Tesla coil, which acts like a speaker system. And what we're doing is we're turning the sound into a bioacoustic magnetic field. So that, that magnetic field might oscillate at 10 hertz, then roll up to 20, then up to 50, then to 60, then to 1000 or wherever we're going, but it keeps flowing out of the coil. So 
as opposed to an electric field coming off of like a standard coil, we're getting a song in the contextual nature of a magnetic field that's being broadcast to the body. And the, the cool thing that's uh, that the principle of magnetics, I mean, you make a magnetic field as human being that's very strong. It's measurable by a magnetic encephalograph. Each cell makes a magnetic field. And as a net, we have a very strong magnetic field, most profound at the heart, but emanating about four feet around the body and in the shape of a toroidal field. So with a north and south pole, strongest in the center, much like the shape of the planet. It's very amazing how we actually mimic Mother Earth or Gaia in that way. And when we, when we look at the principle of magnetism, a magnetic field will go right through your body, your, your, your heart, your bones. It doesn't slow down. It just moves through, through this very physically dense body so we can take sound and all of a sudden we get this anywhere and everywhere effect. You know, I think that's the one thing it's like we think about, let's, let's do this. Let's say a, uh, you have MRSA, some kind of a weird um, infection, uh, antibiotic resistant infection. And you think about, we, well, we've got to get the treatment or, or, or we got to get the treatment to that area of need that's in disease or in balance. How do we get it there? Sometimes through the bloodstream, it doesn't quite go to all the cells that are out of balance or in an infected state. And that's the really cool thing about magnetics. That's why we use an MRI machine in a hospital. You know, when you lay on that tube, you get this, if you've ever done an MRI, you hear that ping, 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 ping. That's that magnetic resonance bouncing back and forth through your body in that tube and imaging the inside of your veins and your heart and your organs. I mean, it's a picture of everything. If you've ever seen an MRI, it's wild technology that's really, um, I, I'm not sure it's celebrated enough for how wonderful that invention was. I mean, <clears throat> all of these inventions, the ones that you're talking about in terms of frequency and magnetics, especially the amp coil, which was designed per organ, per, you know, treatment, like, you know, these specific frequency songs, like you, that's such a good way to put it, were developed by someone who had to decide what mm. health looked like for those organs or what the opposite of this, you know, disease looked like to remind the body, you know, of the opposite of what, you know, it's yes. leaning towards. That is brilliance it's it's wild and there's a bunch of ways it's probably the one question like well how do you know what the frequency for a kidney is well how do you come up with that and th we're working on a hundred years of of institutional greats that have come before the people at amp coil people like jerry tennant dr jerry tennant um people like royal rife using handbooks like the CAFL handbook, which is a collection of known resonant frequencies. I mean, even in the Library of Congress, there's frequencies associated with different pathogens that the military has identified. There's lots of places. And then, of course, you can use things like more technical, um, a phase angle machine, which is helpful to identify voltage in the body or charge. There's so many different ways you can do it. And then you can even do things like intuitive muscle testing to decide. But really, what you're looking for is you have to test that on the body. So if you create a frequency and you're going to create this program, you have to run it on the person. And well, if we're going to play relax all, do I see a shift in the sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system tone? Or do I see an improvement in a burn if I run jackets for skin? Mm -hmm. So we've got to test that, right? And we got to see is healing time reduced? Is the body self-recovering? Is the body able to change its heart rate variability the time between successive heartbeats? And, and denotate a better nervous system tone. So that's really, it's, it's a lot of research and development at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. So the, the data sets that you are referring to, are they giving, um, they're giving the frequency? I mean, how would you even write like, okay, this is the, like, is it in hertz? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, so if it's in hertz, then that's communicate, that can be communicated through sound and through magnetics, Correct. Yes, or color. <laughs> you know, everything. Yeah. There's a the, the Fibonacci scale, or or um, you, you know, I there's this great image I have of the Queen, the Queen of England, and all. Mm -hmm. Do you never know the like the the pastel colored outfit she has is the same color, and somebody put it to a Hertzian <laughs> scale. It was like the Queen and Hertz. So there's so, there's so many different ways we can look at this. You know, some things are are if we talk about color, it's a visible spectrum of light that's oscillating in a certain pattern that our eyes allow us to see. Um, 
yes. So there's, there's, that's a great way to put it. It's it, what I tell people is uh, my favorite thing is this little, little descriptor I have in a slide deck I use often is frequency is how frequently the wave ta- travels from tip to trough in one oscill- in one second, right? So 50 Hertz is 50 little waves in mm-hmm. one second. So that's what that looks like on a graph. Mm-hmm. And I would assume there are infinite ways in which we can introduce this hurts to the body. Yes. both The amp coil specifically has just found a way that more effectively communicates to the body or like in a, it's a little bit of a stronger push into the body. Like how, how have, because, you know, right now I'm looking outside and I'm seeing trees and there's green, there are green leaves, but that's not necessarily communicating to you know, the frequency in my heart that might need that frequency in order to heal, or maybe it is, but maybe it's not concentrated enough in order for me to, to gauge those differences. Yeah. There's so many different directions I could go with this question. It's like the, the, the design that we've um, agreed upon maybe consciously or subconsciously to what what modern life is, right? And it's it, a lot of it is the absence of nature, the absence of of green and grass and grounding and natural light and sleeping in the cold and being a co- exposed to cold. It's we've cut a lot of that away. And I think, I think for the most part, um, what that's done to the human body or the bioterrain is is made us a little fragile. You know, there's there's the practice of practicing anti fragility practices in the biohacking community. We can talk about that a little bit later. Um, as far as amp coil delivering frequencies with what is, you know, what makes it so unique, what makes it unique is the order and duration and amplitude of Mm. the frequencies. It's like, what is the song (laughs) you're playing? Because like I said, you could open a handbook, you maybe you get it off the internet and you're like, Oh, these are the, um, these are the frequencies for carpal tunnel. I'm going to make a carpal tunnel journey. Well, it turns out it's not that easy. You know, you can't just throw a bunch of, and we know this, right? We know this with baking. We can't just throw a bunch of things into a pot and be like, hope this dough rises. Yeah. Sometimes there's an order to which the wet and dry ingredients need to be added to the recipe. And so the same thing happens with frequency. You know, we talk about writing, we, we say on Ampcoil that it is a journey. You're running a journey. Well, what does that look like? That looks like a primer. It looks like maybe 15 to 10 minutes of readying the body for sound. And those might be frequencies with... um those might be frequencies with the third eye or the chakra centers, or it might have to do with selenium or specific minerals or oxygen to ready the terrain to be able to utilize sound. And that's a great example because that's true with so many things. It's true with nutrition. You can eat all the wonderful green juices in the world, but if you have a severely compromised gut barrier, you know, you might you might possibly have little particles of vegetable protein floating through the junctions in that small intestine and causing an autoimmune reaction, which happens a lot of times in biotoxin illness, even with a clean food. So we have to talk about readying the terrain. Like how do you prep the body? You're not in alignment with it and there's, you can't, there's no absorption. Right. Right. And so it's, it's, it's just, it's that phrase skipping a step, you know, maybe we've skipped a step, which again, I think it's so important to think about healing in terms of community, right? We really need, we have to, we have to call in our experts in every realm and, and really work on this as a, as a collective because we don't usually see our blind spots. We don't. Um, and like one thing that just came to mind is that, you know, I can be on social media for business and I can be connecting quote unquote to people mm-hmm. in DMs and like see what other people are doing not realizing that there's a massive difference when I go to our store and see the people in real life and connect with them in real life. There's an extraordinary shift from what's what we've created as a new reality online. And that in person, um, you know, maybe we're sharing frequency. Like you said, we're emitting frequency. We're healing each other just by the nature of being around each other and we're expanding and we're being exposed to new things. And, and that readies us and preps our bodies for more acceptance of whatever it is, food, healing, new information, love. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I, I, yeah, I think that's something that we've sort of departed on, but that's sort of a side note. Um, yeah. The, the amp coil has, you know, <clears throat> I know we keep focusing on this piece of technology. That's okay. And, and people might not understand why you do, you are a big part of this business and you do mm-hmm. a lot of sessions with amp coil. Um, but you do, you do a lot of, I mean, in your house is a, like a bio healing sphere. Yes. <laughs> many different tools and tactics that whenever people come over, you can do any of those things. And I'm sure that you love them all equally. Um, but the, there's so much information in the creation and the understanding of amp coil that that's why I think it's just so interesting. And I think it's especially interesting speaking to you because you come from a history of healing, you know, very traditionally, you've gone through chemo and many surgeries and many traditional healing modalities that are Western in nature. Um, Mm -hmm. And yet this is where you are today. Um, So let's talk about how that maybe some of these new like biohacking technologies brought you from a place of, you know, being fragile post healing, Mm -hmm. post cancer to now, I mean, like you're one of the healthiest people that I know. (laughs) You have like, (laughs) you have energy coming out of your eyeballs. Mm-hmm. You know, so like yeah. how, how did that really shift? Um, was it, was it a lot of my, and, and you'll also be the first to say, cause I've talked to you a lot about this, you know, people who have perfect diets and are doing all the biohacking things and taking all the supplements, they still won't heal if not, if they haven't addressed that mindset component. So like, let's first go to how you start changing on the physical plane mm-hmm. and then how that sort of brought you to a place of then also needing to shift on the mental, emotional, spiritual plane. Yeah. I think if I think I went back to, you know, I just touched on this for a second at the top. I had been through metastatic cancer at 26, um, five different surgeries. I had had Lyme disease. Um, you know, my body was a wreck and, and what Western medicine did is it saved my life. You know, it took out a very aggressive cancer that had grown around my, my vena cava going to my heart and my, my, left kidney and all the lymph nodes in my belly. And listen, I would not be here talking to you without Western medicine. Wouldn't, wouldn't happen. And the, the truth was when I got done with all those procedures and all those surgeries, I was, there was not a lot of information or assistance or guidance for me once I was to that place. You know, I was cr- crippled with chronic pain. I couldn't barely go to the bathroom. You know, completely, I had basically had to do a coffee enema to go to the bathroom because there was so much scar tissue from all those surgeries wrapped around my large intestine. So I needed to start asking different questions uh, if I wanted a different answer moving forward with my health. And so that brought on, you know, things like the red light panels and infrared saunas and ozone therapy and, and all the things. I became a true seeker and just needed to keep flipping rocks until I was a place where I could just sit and talk to you now without being in like level seven, level eight pain in my stomach, which mm-hmm. was, was, I mean, it's unbelievable to say, but I want to say there's at least five to six years where most of the day I'd be just sitting here and putting on a really great game face as I can still do. And just being in, and you know, a seven out of 10 pain, just really breath after breath, get, just mm-hmm. trying to get through the day. And it was, some physical shifts, you know, I, I remember, I remember dramatically changing my diet from the standard American diet into like more of a paleo fish centric vegetables, really clean food, really clean bottled spring water and having a huge reduction in pain and having it not last all the time, but saying, Whoa, I'm experiencing these huge windows. So there's something here. Right. And so food was the doorway, which was a doorway to all the other things I did, you know, every type of body work you can imagine, adhesion therapy, rolfing, acupuncture, cupping. And so it just kind of went in that step of like physical, 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 you know, maybe once in a while I would dance in in meditation or extended fasting and find benefit there. But I have to say it was really with, it was really with amp coil and I'm, and I'm, around then some red light therapy, which were the things that were like, oh, wow. It was a wow factor for me within three months because 
all of a sudden I wasn't laying on the floor in pain. I was going to the bathroom. I wasn't running to the emergency room every three months for an additional surgery. And I think, I think what my body needed was some heavy lifting. And I think that there was so much trauma and so much toxicity and so many layers that I think I could have gone the spending $26,000 a year in tax write-offs on Amazon supplements for the rest of my life. And that's just not the case anymore. You know, I just don't, I don't chase supplements. I'm really, really functional. I, I listen, I have my my bad days and my my blind spots. And it's I was just thinking about this yesterday. Been doing a lot of work in the trying to be aware of my blind spots and and um, emotional intelligence, nonviolent communication, and and understanding that whole thing, how to have a conversation that doesn't end in an argument. How can we still discuss things in this world, which is so polarized? And it's really challenging when you get the right mixture of trauma from each person. So what I've found is like most people, 90-ish percent, 95, 96%, I can communicate with very effectively, very well, no drama, no argument. And then there's those ones that show up for you and you're like, why is this so hard? And it's amazing to me. And I got so frustrated yesterday with it. I was like, God, that's like so interesting how your ability to experience love or acceptance or safety on this very unique level can be directly tied to joy. And you're like, I've done so much work and now there's more work to do. And what's happening? Okay. Anyways, so it's amazing. It just, it, I guess the small takeaway is to bring it back to, is that the work never stops. I don't think it ever gets easier. I think what I have to remind myself again and again and again is it's not going to be better at a finish line or a timeline as human beings, we'll have a better journey if we can remember to bring joy into the everyday, day-to-day, sipping tea. If you're doing a coffee enema, make a game out of that. You know, if you're connecting with your partner, you know, get out some some feelings and needs worksheets and like, you know, circle those and like try to make a game out. You know, do something to make it um you're in a, a state of creativity. I often say creativity of like a child. You'd ever watch a child play in a room. They're like, they're just like making up games and like a, a task out of everything. It's like, we can still bring that skill back into, to be being, you know, as we're playing adults, I'd say. Right. Um, and it's, you know, I talk to people about healing and I've been interested in the world of wellness for so long. I mean, you know, 10, 15 years. And, and of course my introduction was how do I heal myself? How do I stop? You know, I had God awful periods. I was bleeding for months at a time, bleeding everywhere. It was like disastrous and debilitating and was still trying to run a business at that time. And, you know, I mean, always trying to run a business, but, um, you know, specifically having a lot of difficulty around that situation. And anyway, you know, that bringing me to the business, that bringing me to the, you know, this place of healing and like your journey, it's like, yeah, changing my diet, changing some of the physical foundational things do massively improve your life because some of that chemical um, density Mm -hmm. really just, it lowers the, the life force energy that you mm-hmm. can emit into the world and yeah. just requires a lot of like your physical energy. So just from like mm-hmm. a, an energetic standpoint, like cleaning out the physical, you know, and we've become obsessed with that. We, you know, have I done a parasite cleanse this year? Have I cleansed my liver enough daily? Like, have I, you know, cleansed my colon? Have I done, you know, it's like we do tend to become obsessed and maybe those little shifts are necessary, especially when we have an increase in exposure and things like that. But like, I think that that big portion of just getting a good foundation of eating, getting a good foundation of community, um, really then incorporating what you just said to everything else that you do, that you choose to do with people, with relationships, with like that next level of healing has to be in the frequency of joy or it's literally purposeless. Mm. Mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Like I use this example all the time. 
you know, my dad had a pancreatic cancer that he died of chemotherapy and treatments. Um, but I say, and I think about this all the time, you know, like had I known what I know now, had I literally cooked all this food for him, you know, made him juices, sent him to a retreat in Mexico. Like if that wasn't in residence with him, if that's something that didn't bring him joy, I don't know that it would have healed him mm-hmm. or that he would have, you know, sought, seen massive improvements from like someone telling him to do that. Like it does, you know, content in the things that I choose to do now, like it has to come from a place of curiosity, of joy, mm-hmm. of playfulness of like, Oh, this seems exciting. Like this new food. Oh, this, like this new treatment, this new set. Like the first time I did the Amcoil, I was like, my eyes were bugging out of my head. I wanted to touch the machine so badly. I wanted to see it. I wanted to feel it. I wanted to experience it, especially after hearing so many people's experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give a little bit of an insight to my experiences with it. Um, so how do I explain that it can feel, it can bring you to a state of dreaming within minutes? Mm-hmm. Like what? Yes. Through, through like <laughs> this little, it's a little yellow plate for people who haven't seen it. It's a little yellow like disc. Um, that sort of has some weight to it. And you just lay it on top of either your chest or your stomach and you're laying in this chair. And I wasn't in the first few times that I did, I wasn't particularly tired. And Mm -hmm. so like every time you've referenced or we've referenced like doing a journey on it, like basically we're selecting on the iPad, which type of frequency or journey we're running Mm -hmm. on the body. So that Mm -hmm. might be like, like you said, like some sort of pre journey, like relax like, all or, yeah, a positivity associated with yeah. positive neurotransmitters or a harmonizer, which is like a chakra journey. Right. And then choosing, you know, whatever you want to focus on after that, whether it's like some detox or some healing or some, you know, um, organ reset or mm-hmm. hormone reset. Um, and the interesting thing is that like, you know, when I was learning about, um, energy medicine, when I did, when I learned, you know, matrix energetics, reconnective healing, we always learned that the body will do what it needs to do to either absorb, it will do what it, it wants to do, like be in the state that it needs to be in, in order to absorb like what's being, what's being given to it or like what's being exposed to it. And the mm-hmm. interesting thing is like, when I would do the amp coil sessions, apparently my body needed to rest in order to accept these frequencies because I would, I would go into a dream state and it truly, many of the journeys felt like a dream or a a mini trip or something. And like, Mm -hmm. that's quite extraordinary to think about coming from a device that really is just emitting sound and vibration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, and also magnetics, remember again, you're a magnetic being. So our, our magnetics the magnetic field of the body, like you said, it, it can get depleted. It can get, it can become uh, drained. It can become tired. Part of the, part of the result of demineralization and toxicity and non-native EMFs is people's life force is it's drained. It's diminished. I, I you know, there's a million ways we can illustrate this forever. Who, who thinks this sounds woo woo or that sounds like, Oh, that's, that's weird. The body is a battery. The battery, the body has uh, a cell the that works the battery, <laughs> the battery, <laughs> the, the body is a battery. It, it essentially, you know, each cell works like a little battery. It has a membrane potential that electrons flow in and out muscles and fascia the muscle belly with fascia rubbing against it creates electrons in inside the cell. The mitochondria is producing, it's a little battery powerhouse producing adenosine triphosphate and breaking apart these molecules and sending electrons off, right? There's so many different ways in which the body functions like this. And all that stuff doesn't work as well when we don't move, when we don't hydrate, when we don't have the proper mineral balance in the body, I talk a lot about when we don't have the proper mental emotional, remember the body can shut down energetic pathways as a process of self-preservation. The body is going to put trauma somewhere in a tissue, in a body. There is amazing, amazing um, N equals one reports of people's 
changing their eye color when they flip to a different personality. There's a great book called The Body Keeps the Score, just to be able to deal with this trauma or the where the body is at a place of motion. So I give you those examples just to remind you that the body is a battery and it will continue to function less appropriately the more we deprive it of its natural needs. So what Amp Coil is really doing is giving you these beneficial frequencies and a range from four to 2200 hertz in the form of a healthy magnetic resonance. And because your body operates under those principles of physics, magnetism, and frequency, that's why so quickly you can have an experience, especially like I've watched you do. I've watched Sheena go like out, like gone, like there she goes. Bye-bye. Um, putting putting someone in, in an anti-gravity chair, which is really a $60 chair on Amazon, where your knees are just above your hips, the pelvic floor can release and you can kind of go into this womb-like dream state and have a nervous system reset, which is so incredibly, it, I mean, like, listen, look at, look at the world today. You know, we talked about nonviolent communication. Look at how we communicate. We communicate through our phones in, in a violent way. It, the need to be right supersedes everything right now. Right now, until that changes, the need to be right supersedes anything. And that that algorithm is supported by the powers that be. Those those um, sharp, hurtful, opinionated comments get traction. Mm-hmm. Right, a perfect example. I'll post something on my Instagram about like love and light and feelings, and like eighty people will see it. I post a picture of me cut open with cancer and this big old belly scar. It's like two thousand people. Like, oh wow, oh my god, I can't believe. You know, it's it's the gawker effect of going by an accident. People. We know what the brain is like. The the fear response is powerful marketing. So Mm -hmm. in that respect, that's the world we're living in. And it's just, it's good to know this. Like, Like you said, like to step away, get off the phone, get out of the DMs, go to the juice shop, watch someone pick out a juice, hand it to them, ask them about their experience in the last week of using your product. They get to see you, someone who's like pulling their, their life and love force into the product. And then there's... There's yes, there's the exchange. There's an energetic exchange of a sale. There's healing that's happening between you and that person because there's love and appreciation for what you're doing and how you're showing up in the world. That that the value of that, I don't I don't know. It's just like that's way above and beyond the price of a nice organic juice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, soapbox. Yes. <laughs> soapbox. Um, it's just you know it's not just the fear, like back to the social media thing. It's just, it's, it knows what we're stimulated by Mm -hmm. and, and a stimulation speaks so much louder than our intuitive voice, than, you know, our goals and dreams, than our um, parasympathetic nervous system, like being stimulated supersedes everything. Mm. And what people don't realize is that, there's only a certain amount of of information and energy that the body can absorb daily. We're choosing that stimulation above healing, above regeneration, above procreation, because our body, like our sex hormones are like, well, I don't have time to procreate or think about, you know, yeah. continuing the species if I'm having to like be afraid and run and survive. And this mm. is the mode that we remain in when we're on a piece of technology that's designed to keep us on it by way of stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's the question. It's like, and I see this in myself, you know, because of the work I'm choosing to do and live a transparent, visible life on social media, uh, I'm very aware of how addicted to adrenaline and stimulation or bulletproof coffee I can become, you know, and it's easy for me to ride the adrenaline rocket cut to, I start to close my computer at six thirty, seven o'clock at night. There's no way I'm down regulating for sleep, not good sleep anyway, which is something I track and, and do look at. And man, it has been a fight. The net result of the work of this last year, I've just felt so ampy and really needed to lay into you know, I have to, I have to go outside. I have to get sunlight. Um, I have a great biohacking facility. Listen, I've proven, I've proven technology works. 
I've proven that these things can help the body autocorrect and self-heal. The body is what heals, not technology. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's like, it's like doing drugs. You're like, ah, I know what's going to happen when I do that. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to do ayahuasca or psilocybin ever again. I know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Right. I pulled back the curtain. Um, I know what's going to happen if I stay in my apartment and get on all the machines. I can get my energy high as hell. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, what? I, I think if you ask most people, what would you do if you didn't have to work? I think people would not know what, to, I think they'd be, I think they'd be suicidal. I think they would go crazy after two weeks because unless you're plugged into this um, ideology that you have to have the gold star, or if you're not achieving, you have no value, which I have to untangle for myself a lot because I'm like, oh, I've figured out how to achieve. I figured out how to be, you know, make a hit podcast and help run a company and be on Broadway, which I used to do. Like that clearly there's a pattern there. I'm like, you give me a goal and I'm going to achieve it. And I can keep doing that and chasing that carrot. I'm going to wager that at some point my body will burn out from that. Mm-hmm. Right. As anyone would, as anyone would, um, you know, the trajectory of your healing is that like, once you got out of surgery, you were physically alive, but you had no life force energy. And so from there, You've, you've had to learn how to grow your life force energy, but you've also had to sustain this foundational, like you need to have an income, you need to, um, in order to create that income, you need attention, but that's also something that you enjoy, that mm-hmm. performative aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's a lot about balance. It is less like, you know, do we have to get to the point of burnout or can we, and I, I wonder about this with most humans, like, we're becoming, there are becoming easier and easier ways to be caught in the metaverse in the phone than there ever has been and ever will be. Like we will, it will be so, we will open our eyes and have the option of not even needing a tool to access a reality that is not this physical one. And so Uh do we have to create more discipline to make sure that <clears throat> do or do we have to have that conscious knowing that that is at the exchange of physical spiritual autonomy mm. like choosing that mm-hmm. really like you you then you can't click out of it at some point you can't click out of it mm-hmm. because like you said the only option will be suicide because you literally will not have the tools data you won't have the um, resilience to be this human animal bodied experience that we know now. Yeah. And, and I will also say that I I'm looking at all this stuff coming down the pipe, the metaverse, the technology, you know, obviously we, we think about, we, we look at, we look at what, let's go back to energy for a second and talk about there's good vibes and there's bad vibes. Let's talk about non-native electromagnetic fields. There's this like this huge camp of debate like from the left and the right, whether that's valid that there are bad EMFs. Yes, everything lives on a spectrum. Yes, please. Everything lives on a spectrum. I can always separate Darth Vader and Luke. (laughs) Always. I can always find that in the world. And it's not that it's bad or good. You're somewhere in the middle. There's going to be a balance. And we know that cells communicate through pulsed light, pulsed light, not, not static light and cells communicate through an oscillating pattern or or like a a subtle energetic fields, non-thermal subtle energetic fields. This is why acupuncture and Reiki and all these modalities have effect on the body, even at distance, how we move energy through, through subtle energy. Anyways, I'm going to get off here, but I want to go back to the idea that we're building homes and we can think about this little nest egg that I have or this nest. And I've got a Wi-Fi router going. I've got a, a microwave. I've got things like the Vitamix, which like the Vitamix, my favorite blender. Well, mm-hmm. it puts off a ferocious non-native magnetic field. If you stand in front of that, your heart center in front of that, it's way high. People don't think about that. 
And we think about all the, we are, we, we are intuitive, subtle, energetic bodies. And we pick up on this, these informational content as well. Yes. We're going to, if we can benefit from the amp coil, then we can be, then our sleep can be thrown off by a 5g tower that is mm -hmm. invisible site of our apartment complex. Like I have right now. And I've watched this. I've watched myself go out to the country, go sleep out of, you know, out of the city and watch myself get better recovery scores. The body likes nature. So I think it's just something to be aware of. The more we plug in, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying awareness is our superpower that with all these extras, we need to examine as before we run down this road into a new reality. Listen, if you look at the general population, I think the majority of people are going to run to that. And I think that's just what it's going to be. You know, I am an eternal optimist. I always think there'll be, I think there's going to be something divine that comes out of this next incarnation. And I don't think it's all bad. I don't think the world's going to hell in a handbasket. I think it's better than it's ever been. <laughs> if you went back like 500 years, you're like, can you imagine like the amount of leisure if you talk to like a feudal surfian person working the fields and like backbreaking labor and dying at 28 and like with smallpox and like syphilis and like no sovereignty at all. And then I'm like, every single person has a phone that transmits all the information. You have leisure throughout the day. You have food when you want it. There's really not a lot of starvation in many countries. There are still millions of people starving. And it's so much better than it's ever been for so many people. I think like the doomsday narrative is also bullshit. I think it's like, wait, like guys, bring it down. It's about you. Bring it down in. Let's just breathe. Let's drop some of the narratives that are all being forced. It's good. And deepen your level of awareness through down regulation and juices and amp coils. So beautifully put. What an eloquent way, eloquent way to end this conversation. Um, uh, you're so you're so smart, and you're so smart from a place of experience. I love talking to you every time that I do, and I love every experience that I have with you. And it, you know, and and many of my friends know, like you are the person that I refer people to if they're experiencing. You know, and I could I could refer many many people to you, but if specifically if someone's dealing with Lyme or mold toxicity, mm -hmm. um, or just wanting more information about the amp coil, you're always my go to resource for that. And so, if anyone's listening to the podcast who wants to get in touch with you, where did they find you, Mister? Well, they find they find me. My Instagram is I'm heavily involved in is Freddie Set Go. I have a website called Freddie Set Go, also where the podcast lives. But I do mm -hmm. a podcast called The Beautifully Broken Podcast, where I put out most of this information that we've talked about: sound, resonance, magnetics, functional medicine, red lights for free. There's 110 episodes, which I think is a great free resource. Honestly, if you listen to 110 episodes for, you'd be really well versed to walk into a a doctor's office and have a great understanding on the whys and hows of your pathway to wellness for free. Um, if you want to talk about amp coil, go to ampcoil.com and on the contact page, there is a, a booking calendar. There's a, a link to book a meeting with a product specialist who is probably going to be me. And we'll just talk about how it might be a good fit for you in your life or your wellness center or, or your journey going forward, which is always fun for me. I love those appointments. I probably do 10 a week and just talk to people all over the world, Ireland, Egypt, Australia, the United States, everywhere. And they and I hear what everybody's going through. And I've done that for two years. Um, so let me, it's incredible. What a teaching tool that this, this um, company has allowed me for experiencing all the, all the levels of imbalance people are experiencing all over the world and how many through lines there are. And I think you'd be shocked how similar everybody's story is. I think you'd be shocked. Yeah. That's my, that's my thought. Mm, it's so good. Um, and you also have some amazing YouTube videos. I got some videos. I got to develop the YouTube video. You I have love, a documentary. You have I a, do. You have a mini documentary. I know. I know. That's my, I'm like, <laughs> I amazing. haven't achieved, I haven't achieved enough yet on YouTube. Um, that's funny. I do. I have a testicular cancer documentary that I put together 
about uh, what a good self-screen is for a guy. I tell my story about testicular cancer and how I waited to, or I got a misdiagnosis and how I waited to really do anything about it and how that that turned out more dramatic than it needed to be. Um, that's something that it's 18 to 35 years old is is the prime risk group for men. And, and if you feel an, a nodule or pain in your testicle, you should go get examined and go go run some labs with your doc, go see a urologist because it's, it's very, very common. It's increasingly common given the nature of non-essential appointments being taken away, like mammograms and breast screening and colorectal cancer. We are going to see, this is so sad, but we're going to see an explosion of cancer rates because of the lack of early detection um, that the pandemic has now offered us is a, is a very violent growing experience, which a lot of people are going to um, suffer from. I know, I know I've had six to seven friends in the last year at my age or younger been diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer, testicular cancer. Um, so it's, it's real. And that's something people have just got to look out for with this, you know, the body craves balance and we don't get it. It's going to give you a louder signal and a louder voice to listen to might, might be something of that nature does not mean it's a death sentence, but I would just, I would, I would in, encourage people to go Go check out that video because it's it really applies to all things. It's like listen to your body and then yeah. share it with the men in your life. You know, share it with the young guys. You know, your young high school guys. They nobody wants to talk about testicles, but it's one of the things. I'm like, you should touch your testicles every day and feel like the consistency where it's smooth, where it shouldn't be smooth. You know, it's a good part of your body to know. Or you know, women like you know. Again, I don't want to leave anybody out. Please touch your vagina. Know your vagina. <laughs> know what all the areas are. And, gonna, your boobs. and your boobs. I want to just digress just a little bit. I've been reading as a part of my eternal optimism for learning. I've been reading this book. I got to peek at the book cover because it's so good. And then I promise I won't take you any longer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Um, it's called Women's Anatomy of Arousal, which I never knew the dramatic differences. Are you reading in- this book? Yes. Okay. Women's anatomy of arousal. I, I'm shocked by how different the male and female erectile tissues are and how they function in a different concert musically, you know? Mm. And so I've been really blown away. I was like, why isn't this like standard reading? I mean, we would have less war if people used this book to have better sex. So that is my free giveaway. Can you podcast. admit a frequency to support female arousal? You actually can. You can have a female orgasm journey. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. That is so awesome. Okay, Freddie. Um, I love you so much. I Thank love you, you too. so much for sharing your knowledge, your story, your information to so many people in so many different ways. Like you're a giver, 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 lover, lover, lover. And we're so um, we're so grateful to have you in our lives, but also very much in Austin, so that we can mm. visit you and and your tools and benefit from them. Um, so I love you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, I love you too. I can't wait to have you on the beautifully broken podcast. Mwah.